Welcome to Monster March. Let me replay that. Let me redo that. Why? So let me redo that. You didn't like that? No, I didn't like that. You didn't like how your voice sounded? I didn't like how my voice sounded. Okay. Redo it. Yeah, redo it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Back Catalog Podcast. This is the podcast where we, and by we I mean me, Apple, my co-host slash co-founder Vincent, we dive into the streaming service, we tell you, the listener and the viewer, what is worth it and what is not. And it's still Monster March. In fact, it is the last week of Monster March. What a journey it has been. I mean, you, they say it's not the destination, it's the journey. And it's absolutely been the journey. It's also the friends we've made along the way. It is the friends we made along the way. And look, Monster March, there's, there's so much to achieve next year for our next Monster March, you know, when we're still doing this podcast with the same amount of viewers. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all time and effort that we put into the legs, man. That's and right. This will pay dividends in the in the in the end. Exactly. We're getting our ten thousand hours. We're getting because as soon as we clock in at like ten thousand, yeah, that's when we we'll, that's when we'll go viral. Once we're ten thousand and one, yeah, like that's it for that's it for you guys out there. That's it because everyone will have seen it now, dude. Who are you going to watch, Mr. Beast? You're going to watch us. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly right. But here's here's what we're doing today. We're doing 2009's very own monsters versus aliens. Two thousand nine. 2009, we are here. It's over 10 years, bro. What are you thinking? It's like 2002. Nah, I thought I, I, I thought it was a while ago, but I didn't realise 2009. Dude, we're, we're, we're moving, man. We almost got 10,000 hours in. <laughs> I think about that. I mean, if we started in 2009, we probably would have had 10,000 hours. We'd have 10,000 hours in. But this has got the 6.4 out of 10 on the IMDb. It's got the 74% on the Rotten Tomatoes. It had a budget of 175 million and it made 381 million. Yes. Congratulations, DreamWorks. Let's go, DreamWorks. I'm going to give you the synopsis, then we'll get into this. After getting hit by a meteorite, Susan Murphy turns into a giant on her wedding day. Is that wild? That's wild. That's on the day of her wedding. I mean, we're talking Bridezillas. Bridezillas. She is then made part of the uh, monster team to defeat an evil alien named Galaxar from destroying the Earth. And we are here. Vincent, look, animated movies like this one are hard to, are hard to, are hard to talk about and break down. You know, the, you know, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're looking at things like, what does this movie mean? What is it trying to tell children and adults alike? We're talking about the best characters within this movie. We're talking about who's done the hits, who's doing the misses. Okay. But let me tell you one thing that I really want to talk about. B-O-B. Well, I want to talk about Bob in this movie. Look, I'm going to be honest with you up top about Monsters v. Aliens. It's one of my favorite like Pixar movies of all time. It is not Pixar. <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, uh, DreamWorks movies of all time. But it's still my favorite Pixar movie. It's, See, it's that's my- what, I remember we were talking about this probably in high school. Yeah. And we were saying this is goaded. It's goaded, dude. And 2009 in high school, we were what, like 14, we were, 15? Yeah, we, we, weren't even, we, weren't even, we weren't even in high school, proper high school, really. Oh, yeah, we're nah, sorry. We, 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 were, year, yeah. we were in grade eight, year grade eight. eight. Uh, yes, we. We were about, we were about, yeah, fifteen years old. Yeah, and we saw 14, this. Yeah. We saw this movie. We we're like, this is goaded. This is it. This is this is the one. They just need to stop now. They just need. They, who, what's next for DreamWorks? We were in critical film studies and saying, "What's this Jaws? <laughs> what's this Close Encounters of the Third Kind? 
I mean, if you if you want any close encounters, you you look Galaxar. That's what I mean. Exactly right. I mean, he's a squid that's got like feet on his squid tentacles. And what more do you want out of a character? That's depth. But let me tell you something about DreamWorks, right? I'm going to look up DreamWorks movies because DreamWorks like have hitters. Yeah, people forget DreamWorks have hitters because they're always like Trek. I mean, we're talking Trek. We're talking How to Train Your Dragon. I ain't seen that. We're talking Kung Fu Panda. I mean, that's top tier. We're talking Madagascar. Madagascar, come on, man. And really, other than that, like I haven't seen Megamind. Apparently, Puss in Boots is is top tier. Yeah, I've heard that. But like, they got hitters here, man. There's more hitters. I mean, they have Boss Baby. I haven't seen that. Road to El Dorado. I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> what but, we're saying is DreamWorks been making movies. They've been making movies, and their style of animation is a style that just makes me nostalgic. Yeah, because the big a, eyes sometimes messes me up. I like the big eyes. I was about to say that's that's part of it. Like you that's see, part of it. But the thing about only Susan had big eyes. That's true. But I mean, Bob, like he had some big eyes, yeah, but like he he had one of them. Yeah, that's that's the difference. <laughs> that's different. I think because her head seemed so small comparative to her eyes. That's right. I think that's just it. Just threw me off a little bit. But that's also you know. I mean, you could probably find a review about it, but these these people, they want to make a character more attractive, so they, they give them those big eyes, you know? I mean, that's why they made B.O.B. That's why they made B.O.B. I thought so we'll, just, we'll just give them an eye. For, for a movie like this, I want to talk about the hits and the misses, and then we'll finish off by talking about what does this movie mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? And just the fact that, like, Mans is going to Fresno. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but whenever I was – whenever I watched this as a, as a you know, 14, 15-year-old – I was like, dude, Fresno sounds hilarious. <laughs> and from my understanding, Fresno like ain't the place to be. I, I, I mean, I'm talk- thinking Fresno, I'm thinking it's just, it's just cold. It seems like a cold place. Because you're freezing it? in Fresno. This has been the back of <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, that's all I could think of. Yeah. But it's also hilarious that means it's like, we're, we're going to Fresno. Like, don't Fre- worry about Paris. We're going to Fresno. Why would you want to go to Paris? Why would you want to go to the Eiffel Tower when you can just go look at this tower? And by this tower, I mean it's just a stopy pole with like electrical wires coming off of it. And it's the only one in Fresno. It's the only one in Fresno, dude. Shout out Fresno. If anyone from Fresno is listening to this, please get in contact and tell us what Fresno is like. I'm going to look up Fresno. No, don't. Don't, don't. Because otherwise then people can't tell us. Yeah, but what about like Fresno just like best bits? Like hits and misses of Fresno. Like Fresno Eats? (laughs) Fresno Eats. Fresno water polo. What, what would be a thing? Tourist tourist attractions. Tourist attractions. Here we go. Fresno tourist attractions. I mean, you got the Yosemite and Glacier Point tour. You got the Carney uh, Mansion and Museum Gallery. You got a full. De- no, these 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 are all outside of Fresno, though. <laughs> I mean, Fresno got some things. It's got an underground garden and a, and a blossom trail. So it doesn't sound too cold to me. If you're doing like underground gardens and, and blossom trails, how cold can you get? I mean, I don't know much about, you know, cultivating blossoms and underground gardens. Yeah, yeah. But I imagine you need some warmth. From my understanding, close to Fresno is one of the biggest burritos of all time. It's called the Anaconda Burrito. Is and that it, like we have the big the big uh, koala, the big rocking chair? Like it's a... No, no, as in you go, to a, you go to a restaurant and it's like a burrito that's as big as this table. Oh, you go eat it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a yeah three to four foot, maybe even five foot burrito. Burrito, and like you know, you you and me, we that like lady in the tramp, like one dude on one side, one dude on the other. We meet in the middle, and that's when we hit ten thousand hours. 
<laughs> That's not something I needed to imagine. Let's talk about the hits though, Vincent, because this is hits all the time, especially between the missing link. Uh, uh, the crew. The, the crew, the, the three. Crew. What's, what's the middle man? What's the little man's name? Dr. Dr. Roach. Dr. Evil. He's Dr. Something. Dr. Something. He's, he's, a, Dr. he's a mad Something. scientist. Uh, but what an absolute crew. What an absolute crew and what an absolute just bringing together of, of fantastic voice actors. I mean, Seth Rogen is not, it's just Seth Rogen, right? But that's all they needed him to be. And then you got Will Arnett as, as, as Link. Will Arnett, is, yeah. he also plays- uh, He's in Arrested Development. He's in Arrested Development. He's, he's Bojack Horseman. He's Bojack. He's the animated, the Lego Batman. Yeah. He's that dude. Now, what's what's the other dude's name? I can't I can't seem to find his. Uh... Anyway, but let, 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 let's let's just and Reese some... Witherspoon. I mean Reese Witherspoon, with or without, she's doing well. <laughs> I want to. Can I, oh, Doctor Cockroach, Hugh Laurie, Hugh Laurie's. Is that dude. Hugh Laurie? That's oh, Hugh Laurie. That's Hugh Laurie. Jeez, that's Hugh Laurie. No wonder this was one hundred sixty-seven mil. You got Hugh Laurie's. You got Paul Rudd as as the husband, uh, oh, I... or the or soon you know. Was meant to be husband. Derek. Derek. Bro, Derek, man. Bob Bob Derek. lets him know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, stuff like that has no right being as funny as it is. This movie has no right being as funny as no, it is. No, this this is a sleeper hit. It is. And the fact that it's so low rated shows that this is one that people came in thinking they're gonna get they're gonna get heartwarming Shrek. They thought they were gonna get like, you know, these things that changes in generation of people. Yeah, like really, Trek, you know, Toy Stories, Lion Kings, that that changes a generation of of animated films and and filmmaking in itself. Because right, I don't go to Shadows anymore. I mean, you don't go to that dark place. I don't. The only time we go to that dark place is 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 here on the <laughs> podcast. Like we got to get dark to bring out some of the hits. But the the thing about this movie is it didn't change much. It didn't do much for the world of of cinema, but it gave you what it needed to give you, and that was laughs. Just laughs throughout. It was laughs, and then we we'll get to the message later. But there was like a minor. There's a minor message. Message. You know, it's 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 all nice things in the end. But really, if you're laughing, man, who cares what the message is? So long as it's like you know you're not laughing at people's you know sorrows and things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look at this dude. His cat died. That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> That, they did do a recent bit on Saturday Night Live with Jenna Ortega, you know, the, the, the lady that's taken over the world. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Bro, Jenna Ortega, crazy. She's just in a movie and then she's in another movie. She's in Wednesday Addams and then she's in Wednesday Addams season two. I haven't seen that. Well, man, you gotta you got to start watching. you got to start watching Jenna Ortega because we're going to be talking about her maybe in the next podcast. Okay. Because she's just in a movie and then she's in another one. But uh, they, they did do a skit about like just laughing at the fact that like cats be dying. And and it was very funny. I mean, who do you think wrote that? Us. <laughs> I mean, that's the sorrows we had to die ducking to. <laughs> uh, I wanna talk about I wanna talk about Bob very quickly. Just the best bits of Bob. I'm doing best bits of Bob right now. B O B B O B. Uh the just him initially Seeing him as a character, right? Visually very funny, but also just you know, it's just it's just a blob named Bob. Yeah. But the fact that he's always present, but never really present in what's going on in this movie is yeah. what makes it hilarious. And he he doesn't do anything in the movie. 
Yeah. He I'm, does he does one thing he like sucks him up. He does yeah. literally one thing in the movie. The rest of it, he's just there. <laughs> he's just there. Well, he so yeah, he, the, the the two things that he does or three things is he st- starts sucking people up and like he'll do that. Uh Oh yeah, that's right. And he did the there was like bollards in the yeah, middle of the, the road. He, he moved them. them out. He moved them out of the way so like cars could drive yeah. through. But well, he also they did more things than I thought. He also uh, says like he's got a plan. Like I may not have a brain, but I have an idea. And he, when they meet the aliens, he puts on their 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 uniforms. Yeah, and he's like wearing disguise. And it's just all these different people walking through this alien space with like their uniforms on. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, and Bob might be. I mean, he might be the sleeper of this movie. The the issue with the with a character like Bob, and this is the same as the character Doug from uh, from Up, the dog, you know, the dog. Talking you know, dog. these are these are those these are those hitters. They absolutely knock it out of the park. They win the movie, mm. and then they start to think, "Hey, should we make like a Bob specific movie?" Did they do that? I think they did it. Maybe it was maybe a short or something. Short? Yeah, but short's fine. Short's fine. But you, they, you run a risk. Yeah, because they're not meant for the whole movie. No, they're meant to be the sleeper hits. They're meant to be the sleeper hits. And to be voiced by Seth Rogen, I was about to say Joe Rogen, and he's just yelling DMT. But it, to be voiced by Seth Rogen and hearing that Seth Rogen laugh on this character, it's just perfectly fitting. <laughs> it fits very well. The other ones are also good, and I think they all work together very well. Yeah. You know, Link, you, you get Will Arnett's in there. Of course, he's going to be saying he's done a 1,000 push-ups. He's only done 10. You get Hugh Laurie's in there. Of course, he's going to be saying, like, I'm Dr. House. I'm, 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 the, I'm the brains <laughs> of, this, of this crew. And then you get Reese Witherspoon. And, like, Reese Witherspoon, if we're talking about just purity and, and like, wholesomity, like wholesomity Sam, that's, that's Reese Witherspoon. Okay. You know, she. I seen on this show when it was like she asked these people to come like renovate her her garage, like just make it look like a nice space. And then she comes back. She's like, "Bro, I'm wholesome. Like, look how look how happy I am about this. I look how I know it's on camera, but like I'm 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 saying thank you to everyone here. And I thought that was great. You got a weird <laughs> obsession with the Reese Witherspoon. It seems. No, no, I'm just saying that she you know she she fits Man, this role. You know, she got her garage done and it was on camera and she was like, Thank you for doing my garage. And that's just beautiful. Because there aren't many people like that in this world. All right, because most people they'll get their garage done and they'll just like throw people out on there. Oh, they won't even pay them. They won't even pay them. They'll just yeah. say, Get out of my house. Like my garage is done. What are you still doing here? Why are you here? Like, I don't want to give you no coffees, no teas. That's right. And it's forty degree day and, and they're not even giving a drink, but Reese Witherspoon. She'll do it. She'll do it. She said, you can have this, like, a drink and, and I'll give you ice cream as well. That's right. Other than that, I mean, you know, the president's pretty funny in this movie. The, oh, the president's hilarious. That's uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. I he mean, even looks like Stephen Colbert. <laughs> I mean, you know, the the, the dude, the, the army dude, the WH monger mm. or WR monger, yeah, like yeah. war monger, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, what's his name? That, that's played, dude. And uh, we're talking about like, just just hold on a second because we're talking about people here. So General W R Monger is played by Keith Sutherland. Twenty four is very own. Yeah, dude, you've got heads in this movie. You got Amy Poehler. You got Ed Helms. You got John Krasinski. You got Renee Zellweger. Jeez, I mean that's all you got really, other than those guys. And then you got you got other yeah, but people. There's not that many characters from that. Yeah, the, a, a lot of the um, other people are doing you know those minor roles like yeah. news reporters and whatnot. But Rain Wilson as Galaxar. 
as the as the evil uh, alien. Oh yeah. Obviously, an iconic scene of this movie is when Stephen Colbert, as the president, makes first contact with the aliens <laughs> and starts playing the Beverly Hills <laughs> cop theme on his light, on his piano. You know. I mean, the president, he's hilarious. Yeah. Because man's is out there. He's just he's just trying to rock out. And he's rocking out, dude. I, I honestly thought, because I, I couldn't remember this movie, I honestly thought the alien would have just laser beamed him and that would have been it. Which would have been hilarious. Which would have been hilarious. You just see his skinny legs just standing there. That's yeah. it. His body's gone, his legs just standing there. We talked about in the last episode about like the president dying from, you know, swatting a moth. Yeah. And I mean, look, maybe that's maybe that's like a theme in these movies where like the president should just die in a comical way. Yeah. Trying to do something just... Just, just basic, like play the piano or, or swat a moth. But he, yeah, he was hilarious. And I mean, Stephen Colbert needs to start doing some more voice voice acting. Like, don't worry about the Tonight Shows or the Today Shows or whatever he's doing. Is he still doing them? I think he's doing he's doing Tonight Shows. Don't look it up. I don't care. He's doing Tonight Shows. Who man. cares, man? Stephen Colbert cares. Ah, oh, bro, don't worry about Stephen Colbert. Just like worry about Rudy Gobert and the, the Timberwolves because they trash. Man, for real. Nah, they're average. I mean, they, they shut down the whole NBA. Like, everyone will never forget about Rudy Gobert shutting down the whole NBA. When was that? No, it wasn't, it wasn't really, but people blame Rudy Gobert for the COVID outbreak. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did hear that. Yes, Because he was one of the first people to get COVID. That was before my time. That was before your basketball time. In, in the NBA. That's right. That's right. Uh, other than that, Vincent, I don't know what I can tell you about this movie. I mean, what, what, what do you want to tell me? If, if people really want to just get through this movie quick... Just just type in best Bob moments best Bob. on on uh, on YouTube. The best, I mean, the Bob with the Jello. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and the fact that Bob somehow falls in love with Derek. Yeah, Be- yeah. <laughs> I mean that at the end, jeez. Bob will do it, man. Like he'll he'll, do he'll, it. he'll he'll just and that's this is the thing about him being present but not present. Like he's there in the moment, experiencing things but he's not quite experiencing it in the same way as everyone else. So he's thinking that he's the one that's trying to get back with Derek. Whereas it's Reese Witherspoon's character that's trying to get back with Derek. And that's hilarious to me. And look, I mean, you know, if you go through trauma like that, you're, you're in an alien spaceship, you're, you're, you're saving the world, you might come back thinking you're going to marry your best friend's husband. I mean, also, Mans is essentially a tomato. Bob. Yeah. That's his origin story. Oh, they were expanding, right. that's, experimenting that's on like a tomato yeah, yeah. with something else and they created Bob. <laughs> Dude, Bob's goaded, man. Um, I'm sorry to say it again, but it's true. And that's really all I have to say about this movie because like what else is there to say? I mean, the message is just like, you know, stay true to your real people. Yeah. I don't which, know. Which is, I know that, you know, obviously she gets hit by a meteorite. So is that her real self? I mean, like if you get hit by a meteorite, just stay true to you. I guess that's I guess that's the message. That's the that's the message. But no, it is it is very much a message about like people can be different, but also be good people. Yeah, you know, and like can, if you save the world, even if you're a lizard man, like you'll get human human women, which is, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're talking about missing links in like the evolutionary like evolutionary <laughs> chain, you don't want to see what happens when the when the lizard man gets with women. You don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. Which that might have been Monsters vs. Aliens too. Monsters, yeah, and that's 100% Monsters vs. Aliens too. Yeah. But like the aliens, they ain't looking too good. And they're human. They're part humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Oh, the one thing I did want to talk about in this movie mm. 
was when they're in Galaxar's spaceship, and we'll talk about Galaxar. He's just a squid man with a big head, four eyes, and tentacles, but there's feet on the tentacles. And that's pretty cool. That's, that's and, that, and that's it. Um, his, his whole plan is just to take over the Earth with Quantonium, which was in the meteorite that made Susan big. Yeah. And when they're in the ship, they blow up the ship, they've got to get to like the core. And to, to, I don't know, to trigger the self-destruct means it's playing like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and, you know, what... What more do you want? What more do, what more do you want? Because no. you imagine, you imagine, right? Yeah. You, you, you're you ready to save the world. You, you've only got four minutes to save the world and that four minutes is you have to play Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. No, I, I'm losing. 100% I'm losing. Yeah, it depends on what level it's at. But like if... If I'm having to, because one of the keys to dance dance is you got to do the lean back on the thing behind you, hold on to that, oh. and then you because your legs are you've got more movement within your legs, and you yeah, can go forward yeah, back, yeah. you can get real quick with it. But uh, if I'm doing if I'm doing a hard dance dance revolution, I failed that because me and you will go with that one foot, you know. Yeah, we'll go with that one foot, but you can't do much with that. You can't. And you do the jumps, like the splits between, and, and you're not really getting those points. No, I'm not. I'm not coordinated enough to go doing those things. And I also thought when you were singing, when you were saying like you only got four minutes to save the world, you were you were thinking that Justin Timberlake. I was song. referencing that you Justin were, Timberlake okay. song. Very good, because Justin Timberlake and Madonna only had four minutes to save the world, and I don't know how that song ended, so I don't know if they saved the world or not. I know, and like if you put Justin Timberlake and Madonna as you, they're your frontline like workers to save the world. I don't think we're getting far, man. I don't think we're getting far. That also came out at a time that was similar to when this came out. I reckon that came out like two years before that. Okay. I thought you were saying like similar to the time that we're in now and I was thinking like Ebola? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I thought you were saying like we only got four minutes to save the world because it came at a time that was similar to like COVID, the COVID pandemic. Oh, and I'm thinking like maybe they what was maybe, back then. Maybe they're saving us from Ebola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, okay. or bird flu. No, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure that came out at a similar time because I remember I was in I was in middle school or something, and I was I was just jamming to that song. That's it. Yeah, dude. If you if you were at an arcade, you might have been on Dance Dance Revolution. You would have heard Madonna start would singing. Heard Madonna. You know? I reckon there should be more movies that you save the world and you just got to play some arcade game. Because yeah. I'm thinking if what arcade games. Would there be that would successfully me- would mean you would successfully save the world? Well, here's the thing: that's a good idea that you have there, but it's it's been done, man. I mean, it's been done in this movie. Pixels. I haven't uh, seen Adam that. Sandler's did it, man. They did it. Yeah, he was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not Adam saying Sandler's. I'm not saying we got to make more movies. I'm saying you and I specifically. We need to make a movie. No, no, no. What arcade games oh, okay. would we be able to successfully save the world with? You give me maybe the first level of uh, Time Crisis Three. <laughs> See, see, me Just and the first uh, level, me bro. and a friend of the show, Richard, we finished Time Crisis. Yeah, I finished. I finished. Uh, we did that, but with a caveat, unlimited coins. Uh, that was unlimited coins. Yeah, I, so, I finished House of Dead on unlimited coins, uh, but that's unlimited coins. That's right. Yeah, I, like if you only gave me four minutes to save the world, I couldn't do it. I might have died about. Six, I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, maybe whack a mole. Yeah, I mean, but how do you win? <laughs> That's a points-based system to see how many tickets you get. I mean, you whack a, a certain number of moles. Right, okay. Now, I mean, look, if, you, if you're telling me I need to whack a certain number of moles, I'll just count in my head how many moles I'm up to. If I'm up to 10 and I know I've got five left, I just, I'll just hit five more. 
and that's that's how I win that game. I mean, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if we're talking arcade, maybe like Daytona, but I'm versing like a man with no arms and no legs. Nah, see, I was good at Day. I'm good at Daytona, because because you because you know the the trick with Daytona is you always got to use manual. Yes, because you, you go faster. an extra twenty k right. twenty k's an hour. But what you do is when you go into the turn the, the corners, you got to drift it. Yeah, you got to right. you got to shift down, brake, turn, and you slam that brake, and you, you slam that brake, and then you just full throttle. Yeah, and then when you come out of the drift, change gears, you're gone. Yeah. The uh, the the best map for the drifting is the second map in Daytona, the medium medium level, yeah. in which there's like a part where you drift right, then you have to drift back left, then you go straight, bro. That's you feel like you feel like you're a car driver when you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because you're in the seat as well. Because you're in the seat, you're yeah. in the hot seat. Daytona's goaded, and that's how we'll save the world. I'm just trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that I could do. No, that was that would I, I would successfully save the world. Maybe that jockey game when you're like on a horse. I never played that. Big Buck Hunter. Big Buck Hunter is hard though. That's that's what I'm saying. That's a hard game. Yeah. Which you know is that a game that we should be doing? I don't, maybe not when they. I don't like when they had like the safari ones. Yeah, but also you know if people are just doing Big Buck Hunter instead of like actually killing. That's animals, right. No, absolutely. But you're better off. But why why do we need to go out here doing that? Like just. Just leave it with the deers. Yeah, I mean, you go into an arcade now, they might have like a starter podcast arcade game where you go in there for five minutes, you got to do a podcast. And we could succeed in that. And you could see if, well, we would definitely not succeed in that because like. You know what's sad that I just thought about then? What? No, we made a podcast successfully. It's just not a successful one. <laughs> <laughs> We've done the first We bit. successfully made an unsuccessful <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You know what makes me sad? Like kids will see, uh, you know, a, a Daytona, Big Buck Hunter uh, house of Dead, a time crisis, and they won't get excited by that anymore. Because I'll say, man, there's look at the. I can see the pixels. Like, where's Fortnite? Where's Where's Fortnite, man? Fortnite ruined this generation. They needed, as a child, <laughs> they needed Daytona. They needed House of the Dead. They needed Time Crisis. Yeah. All right, and they maybe needed Whack a Mole. You need Whack a Mole, man. And let me tell you one thing, right? We haven't rated this movie, so don't yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about okay. that. Okay, uh, I give this movie a seven point five. I give it an eight point five. That's that's good. That's a good rating. It's an eight point five. And I mean, you take Bob out of this, you get a three. I mean, you get a three. Yeah, it'd go down pretty pretty far because yeah. yeah, Bob is very good comedic relief. You put Bob as any other actor, you go down to a five. Yeah, because Seth Rogen fit that role that. so well because Bob is very much a, a stoner type. He's he's got no brain. Yeah. And let me tell you something about Bob. <laughs> that was Monsters vs. <laughs> Aliens. And this has been the back catalog. Talk soon. Talk, talk soon. <laughs>